Friends, welcome back to the Reach More podcast. Good to be with you here. In our last episode, we talked with Elizabeth Joggerst, who is a retiree living in the Cleveland area. She lives on beautiful Lake Erie and felt called to reach out to the people who lived in her building or in and around and just invite them over. And uh, it was really fun listening to Elizabeth because she took a very simple approach and she just said, okay, Lord, show me who you want to invite and people that she was already friends with or that she just ran into or was interacting with who were right there in her community were the ones that she invited and started a Bible study with. And there was nothing overcomplicated about Elizabeth's approach, which I think is great because it shows us that we do not have to overproduce stuff and, and take a lot of time fretting and worrying. And there's a, there's a way for everybody. And Elizabeth found the way that worked very well for her. So, Mari, what do you think about uh, some of the best stuff that Elizabeth is doing? Yeah, there was a couple of different things that kind of stood out to me. I think the thing, one of the main ones is that she didn't go very far. Like she literally, you know, she finished, she finished the reach more, you know, 12 weeks. And she was like, Lord, what do you want me to do? She's like, well, and it's one conversation with the neighbor. And then I went on a walk with another neighbor. And then I saw so-and-so and I thought, hey, like it was just so organic yeah, and so confident. And I, you know, we say this a lot in, in reach more, like who's in your circle of influence? You know what I mean? Like just look around. Mm-hmm. And who are the people that are around you? And that's pretty yeah. much what she did. She literally was like, who lives in my building? Like, <laughs> we're not going to go very far. Like, who's literally around me? And yeah. how can I just be open? And, no, you know, none of them are Catholic. But anytime that, they, you know, God is what's mentioned, it's like, okay, great. This is an open door. Okay, Lord, like, I guess you want me to invite this person and this person and this person. And it was just so, I, I don't think she understands her docility and openness to the spirit. Because she really was open and just the promptings of the spirit. They don't have to be this like giant thing. They're just small promptings, but she responded. And that's really beautiful to see. And so I love that she's just like, let's meet at the clubhouse and just go from there. And, you know, when she was like, let's cook. She's like, I'm not a, you know, I just kind (laughs) of grabbed any ravioli and just made it it happen. Like, it's just her simplicity was, was really, uh, beautiful to kind of witness it, it was and um she did not overcomplicate anything right it's like no. oh i saw these people i had dinner with them so i just invited them over and told them that i wanted you know what i wanted to do and yeah. she even told them like what the whole purpose of she was like yeah our parish wants us to share our love of god more yeah. and she she kind of gave them the playbook it was like yeah we want to meet with people and tell them about how much we love god and how good he is do you want to do that with me and she let people decide if that was what they wanted to do and yeah. just trusted. And um, it worked. Yeah. It's pretty um, Yeah. She was very chill or relaxed about everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, that probably that's part of her demeanor, right? I think that's, that's probably part of her personality to not get uh, too worked up about stuff. Um, and I have a feeling, you know, when, when I was like, Hey, you know, would you, would you, invite somebody to become Catholic if you thought they were open to that. She was like, yeah, I would just invite them to come to church more and I would spend time with them and I would go on on walks with them. And I don't think she feels this burden of like, it's on me Mm -hmm. to do this. Rather, I think she sees it as, oh yeah, I would just continue to be this person's friend and, you know, show them things that would work for them. And uh, 
it does not appear to me that the pressure is on her to make anything happen. I think she feels very confident that God is going to work. And she, all she has to do is say yes. And she's yeah. doing that. And that's the beautiful thing. Like, I love that it's people of different religions coming together. You know, we all believe in the same God. And I think that just her openness to just love the person where they are and not, you know, you mentioned it, like, it's not very pushy. It's just, okay. Like, I think the reverence that she has for what an honor it is to just know people's stories. And, yeah, you know, she would get so excited when she was like, I was out in SWAC and this person just opened up to me. And it's like, she just... She just like honored that and reverenced it in a beautiful way. And I think it's beautiful. Didn't I think that is a big thing because I think some people would be like, we've taken the RCIA right away. And it's like, well, let's see. I mean, that hopefully that would eventually be there, but you could tell that she's just there to care for the person and love the person. And I think that's the way to do it. We should never be inviting someone with the purpose of I'm going to convert them because we don't do anything, right? It's the Lord that does everything. And um, yeah. we should just be there to love each other. and meet them where they are right yeah yeah she really does trust that that's what's going to happen yeah um, and you you think like that that was a great story about the one woman who whose grandson became catholic yeah and she, this woman went to his confirmation mm -hmm. and he reads scripture with her weekly so he's i think 27 or 28 mm -hmm. reads scripture with his grandma which is like adorable yeah uh, and there was, there was two grandkids, right? Because there was one that was baptized that I think is the one that does the scripture. And there was another one that was confirmed. Or is it the same okay. one? I thought it was the same one. Oh, Winnie? Okay. I yeah. thought it was different ones. Either way, yeah, yeah. super great. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So if you are a grandchild and you're listening to this, great way to connect with your grandparents. Like mm -hmm. they will not begrudge you. <laughs> they would love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of your parents. Like that's, yeah. That's yeah. It is or siblings, yeah. any any member of your family, but really the grandkid to the grandparent is really beautiful. Yeah. So let's see which one of us, Mari, is going to be the first to offer to read scripture with their parents. Parents, I could do parents. I can't. Yeah, do yeah. Grandparents. I don't I have any grandparents alive anymore. So. I have one, but she unfortunately has dementia right now, and it's gotcha. I think it'd be a little hard, but yeah, yeah. I think parents would be my parents would be totally on top of it. She'd they'd yeah. be on board in five seconds. So that'd yeah. Be fun. But even like Elizabeth's approach to the study, right? She, it wasn't like a big complicated thing. It was like, hey, let's read scripture. And I'll yeah. just, she spends a couple hours on Sunday prepping for, yep. Instead uh, of for what she wants to ask. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, that is a big sacrifice. Yeah, because I mean, two hours in the middle of a Sunday. It is, it is. Like, it that's is. right in the middle of your day. It is. I love that she so, does it though. She does live on, on Lake Erie. So I would imagine like she maybe has another month and then there's no more golf. Yeah. I also feel like um, you could tell that she values every aspect. Like she makes time for prayer. She makes time for preparation. She also makes time for going on walks mm -hmm. and for like taking care of herself and for like, yeah, yeah. she makes time to be present with her neighbors. She makes time, you know, it's, it was, in, I was thinking about this and like different stages of life offer different opportunities to do different things. Yeah. And you could tell that she's really diving into this stage. And it's it was it was admirable. I was like, you know what? Like I hope that that's how I end up, you know. So in the in the next stage of life, just to enjoy and go walk on the lake and just bask in the Lord's beauty. And I'm sure that's an opportunity for prayer as well. So it was beautiful to see that. Yeah, yeah. Her I want to go back to something you said, uh, like her her I don't know if you said reverence for people or wonder for mm -hmm. people, but she really does have this sense of um, 
like a she approaches people with respect for the mystery that they are mm -hmm. and which is that's how pope francis defined accompaniment to take mm -hmm. off our shoes and awe at the mystery of the other mm -hmm. and you can see that when she was sharing these stories she did so with great reverence and and almost this sense of uh, like perceiving the magic of what god is doing in people's lives and recognizing the dignity that each one of them has and i i love that and i think that that she still has that is part of why she has such a good personality for this because she's curious about people and she loves them i she really loves these women that she's meeting with and i think one of if not the starting point for that is that real curiosity and openness to who others are and actually caring about them which is uh, maybe that's easy, easily lost as we get wrapped up in our own lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also like her attentiveness to not stay closed off. So she mm -hmm. started the group of three and then it was like, oh, actually, I had this conversation with this other person. Lord, do you want me to invite this person? Actually, Lord, do you want me to invite these two people? And I love that she checked in with the group first. Right. Of like, okay, how are we, like, this is what's on my heart. How we feel about this? Are we all going to be okay with this? Where are we at? Um, and just her, I think sometimes in our apostolate, just to always be open to, okay, Lord, what do you want to do next? Or do you want to change things? Maybe, Lord, do you want us to read a book together in the next month or two? Like, do you want us to kind of shift things a little bit? But just having that openness of, does something need to be tweaked? Do we need to invite other people? Do we need to do things a little bit differently? And I think that was also a very beautiful point. Yeah, yeah. Needs to be done. Because she could very easily say, well, this is perfect. We have the right number of people. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but there's this, this openness there that, oh, God might want something else. And yeah. I should be prepared for that. And again, when she's on her walks, her openness of this could be the, the prompting of the Holy Spirit to speak to this person and to listen and to invite yeah yeah and uh, like i don't know that she's out there like looking left to right scanning like who should i ask who should yeah, i ask yeah, yeah. i think she's walking because she likes walking yeah you know she like she, she likes the beauty of the parks that kind of stuff okay. um but she sees people she remembers them she offers the help like the, the one neighbor who had a cane was going in because it was cold and she offered to go back with her mm -hmm. and uh, why not right yeah those are those those moments that and God provides if we were willing to say yes and give him time and space in our lives that he can work. There are little things. And I, and you know, Mother Teresa always talks about this, right? Like doing small things with great love. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what I see in her. She's just doing small things, but she's doing it with a lot of love. And that's, mm -hmm. that's it. Again, I think sometimes when people do reach more, they think like, and I need to be like, you know, sharing my testimony in like the masses and I need to be telling everybody about the daily readings of the day. And it's like, that's cool, you know, <laughs> but sometimes it's sharing with one person or talking about what you did today or what, you know, it's, it's the little things that add up and will allow someone to feel welcomed by you yeah, and um, seen by you. And that's really what we're trying to do. Yeah. I had this image as we were speaking with her of, how rich the community life of the church would be if all of us had friends like that that we met with on a regular basis outside of mass and she's providing something that a 
a building, right? A parish building cannot provide. Mm -hmm. She is giving people, I mean, they probably walk like minutes to her house, like four minutes, three minutes, two minutes to her house or to the clubhouse to be together. Mm -hmm. And um, that's an authentic expression of the church that we all want and long for, right? To not have our only experience of membership in the church be on Sunday or when we go to mass, <laughs> but to have it be a part of our life always. Mm -hmm. And uh, what a great like dream. If, mm -hmm. if that were the experience of every Catholic that we all had friendships and communities like that, where we met and prayed and read scripture, even with no agenda, right? It's like, well, no, I'm not meeting with people because I want to do anything. I'm meeting with people because I love people and I love yeah. scripture. And yep. we're like, when we do both together, then I get both. Mm -hmm. And that is, a, I think, an image of what an apostolic church could look like, mm -hmm. where we're just as comfortable being out in the world, living our faith as anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the fact that she's not even doing it every week. She's doing it once a month. Yeah. And like, that's beautiful, too, of just, okay, what are the needs of the people that I'm serving? Mm -hmm. What works for everyone's schedule? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to so, be present. So. It's not overwhelming. She doesn't have yeah. to cook for a bunch of people and provide. It's yeah. just, you know, they meet up in a, a, a basically free. Like when she provided dinners early on, she was doing that. Um, but now it's free. Like when they meet, it mm -hmm. it costs their time. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe exposure to the cold. Yeah. Harder <laughs> for some than for others. All the Wisconsin <laughs> people are listening to this. We're like, what's the big deal? I don't see the problem. <laughs> Us Florida people are like, why would you do that? Yeah, like in 62, I put on a flannel shirt today. I know, it's too much. Yeah. But that's awesome. Well, it was it was a joy to just learn from her and to see. And I think it's a reminder of all of us to just be open and be aware and invite and walk with others. And that's it. Amen. Amen. Well, mighty good to be with you. God bless you. Have Amen. a great day, friends. God bless you. Thanks for listening. And we will be back with you next week. Peace. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Elizabeth, and I think a good takeaway for us will be to look for ways that we can take that same really like almost nonchalance or what we can call a holy indifference to what God is asking us, uh, of us. And I think we see that in Elizabeth's approach. She didn't seem to get too worked up about uh, God saying or indicating, why don't you ask this person or invite this person? It just kind of came naturally to her. And so when we start to perceive those little nudges or hints of, oh, maybe it's that person, um, you know, we don't have to, to think like, okay, I'm going to invite them to a Bible study right away. But instead, maybe just say hi, talk to that person and, and see what comes up, because that could be the start of a conversation. Or maybe the Lord is just asking you to show that person today, like, hey, I recognize you. Um, and Elizabeth portrayed that really well of uh, not overthinking what she was supposed to do, but perceiving, okay, God, you want me to do this, I'm just going to do it. And, you know, we, we don't have insight into uh, all of her thought process, thought process there to know how she went about that. But we do know, it sounds like she knew that she was supposed to ask people, and then she did. So I think that's a good thing for us to practice. So God bless you, friends. Have a great week. We'll be back with you next time. Peace.